Hello, boss, and welcome back to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. I'm thrilled you hit play today on this episode and you've joined us for this conversation. Today, I'm joined by Hannah Nieves, who is a marketing and business growth expert based out of New York. Hannah empowers and supports high-powered entrepreneurs and brands through a signature HN trio of marketing, branding, and PR. Hannah has the most incredible Instagram, which is how I found her. And I've been following her for some time now and love every piece of content that she shares over there. Whilst Hannah is focused on marketing, branding, and PR, what I really love about Hannah is that she also has powerful conversations in and around the client experience. There is so much conversation in the online and small business communities around marketing and attracting in new clients and sales and so forth. What I love about Hannah is that she breaks that stereotype that marketing is also about providing an exceptional client experience. So in today's conversation, we're diving into all things client experience. If you haven't yet got that nailed, then please stay tuned right to the end. Without further ado, let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Hannah. I'm so excited to be having today's conversation. Welcome to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Likewise. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to diving into today's conversation. I know that it's something that you talk about quite frequently on your platforms in the customer experience. But before we dive into that topic, I first would love to congratulate you for your amazing success in such a relatively short amount of time. What would you say is your contributing factors to scaling your business to seven figures? Mm. Mm. Thank you. First off, thank you so much. And it's not often that you stop and actually like reflect on these things. We're so in the go, go, go of our business. So I really appreciate that. In terms of scaling your business, I think the biggest thing, and I was just um, talking about this, there's an article that just came out with Business Insider. And actually mindset was the biggest thing for me and also for clients because a lot of the times you can have the best strategy, right? And you can have like the technical skill. I work with a lot of corporate clients as well or those transitioning from corporate. And I think if you don't actually believe that it's true, that it will actually happen, it won't, right? And I think mindset honestly has been hands down and working on conditioning that mindset has been one of the biggest components in conjunction with having a solid brand strategy, product suite, and all the other components that make up that strategy as a whole. So... I love that. So how did you actually work on your mindset? Did you hire someone or how did you do that? Great question. So I dressed myself within all things personal development. I had a coach in the time. I honestly had a coach since the beginning. And I've invested in those that are strictly just mindset, but also those in the business space as well to give a very holistic approach. But really just having that mentorship was key because 
at the end of the day, there's only so many things that you can go, like I can go to my husband with and ask him about because he just doesn't get it. And for me personally, just really understanding like how the mind actually works, I think is really, really fascinating how we actually hold on to these old beliefs, right. That have been, you know, ingrained since childhood that actually come up in your business now. So for me, it's been a learning process. When I first started my business, I was like, my mindset's fine. And it wasn't until a few months in when I realized it was actually the thing that was holding me back. So that's really interesting. So I love that you discovered that gap and then you were able to invest in it. And then obviously Mm -hmm. that's had amazing results Mm -hmm. for you. But I know that our boss who's listening is keen to dive into the topic today, which of course is around the client experience. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that's so interesting because everybody's talking about sales. Everybody's talking about client acquisition. And yes, those things are absolutely important because if you don't have clients coming in the door, then obviously you have a problem. But why would you say that the customer experience is so important and why should business owners prioritize that? There are so many reasons why I talk about this, but again, you know, you always hear in the online space specifically around lead acquisition, right? It's growing your leads, increasing your sales that way. And, you know, when it came in, no one was focused on client experience, you know, at the end of the day. And, you know, I came from a corporate background where, you know, we focus on referrals and growing our existing client base just through retention, right? So um, for me, in terms of when I talk, Talk about this client experience is part of your brand, especially if you're looking to position your brand as a more premium or even like luxury tier offering. Client experience is a huge component of that. It helps ace your sales, but also keep your clients happy, retain those clients, and in return, they're going to refer people to you. And I don't know about you, but whenever clients refer people to me, it's always a 90% to 100% conversion rate because at the end of the day, they trust you. They've built that trust. And part of that is through delivering an incredible client experience. I love that. So obviously it has that ability to be able to delight the client, but also for you in a roundabout way, it actually comes back to generating more business in your business with referrals and 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 retention which i think is obviously very or grossly underestimated now mm-hmm. on the flip side for business owners who don't invest time in their client experience what would you say the hidden cost is of that I mean, there's so many costs, right? Because at the end of the day, if you don't invest in it or if you don't put the time to create those special touch points and really take time to understand all of the touch points that your client goes through when they work with you, it not only could result in number one, clients not being as happy, but two, if you don't have a process in place, if something were to go wrong, right? Because listen, at the end of the day, we're, we're all human. We make mistakes, things happen, things can fall off. But if you don't have an actual process in place to rectify that, i.e. your customer experience process, you could actually result in a client getting upset and then you know telling other people, right? And when I was in corporate, right, we would use this net promoter score as a dictation of how likely were clients, right? And if you have people who are detractors, which are the people that are not happy, that will spread like wildfire, right? And if you don't focus on this, not only does it impact your sales, but number two, also your positioning as well. And that's huge. Yeah, I would agree with that. Detractors having a very loud voice, they're definitely louder Mm -hmm. than the raving fans, aren't they? 
How does customer experience play into your overall business strategy? Yeah. So in terms of customer experience, and a lot of people think, you know, customer experience just relates to, you know, your Dipsado workflow or your HoneyBook workflow. But I really like to think of it as this whole process, almost like sensory branding. So if you're thinking of a sensory branding, I'm thinking about all these different touch points and how we're using the senses in order to create this experience for clients. So when we're thinking about customer experience, you know, for us, we start to look at the entire customer journey. And yes, does our HoneyBook workflow make part of that? Absolutely. But in addition to that, we have team, we have systems in place, we have automations in place to have these touch points with clients. So we leverage tools, a set of tools that we use throughout the process of our time with clients. And some of them are automated and some of them also need that manual one-to-one touch point. And then lastly, we also listen to our clients. We observe our clients. We know what they're going through. For example, we have a lot of clients that go through big events. Like for example, we've had clients who work with me who have started families or they've had multiple children, right? And we're celebrating those things. They've built homes. And on the flip side, we've also been with our clients as patients as well. And I think just having those touch points, even if it is just a handwritten note card, as simple as a handwritten note card can go such a long way. I love that. I love the the way that you talk about in the beginning you said you you think about it in in all of the senses and that's so lovely because in a such an online and an automated world and automation is amazing because it helps the business owner and as you said it is an important element of it but that high touch that personalized mm-hmm. approach they're the elements of the customer experience that your clients will remember because they're genuine that that you mm-hmm. can't you don't just fudge that as you said you know someone's going through their life uh, something big in their life and you send a handwritten note or a small gift or whatever that is something that is not written into a customer journey that's actually about human to human connection right yeah, and it's small moments like that. You know, like I said, we've been through, you know, very dark moments with clients too, where they've lost loved ones unexpectedly during our time together. And it's just also being being there to support them, not only for them as a human, but also them as their business as they're navigating this walk of entrepreneurship. Because we work with clients in so many different capacities. I mean, you're dealing with people from all walks of life going through all different things. And it really does just build and deepen that trust with you as well. If you could just show, like, hey. I'm a human too. I get it. Mm, I care. So what do you think, and I think you've touched on this in elements, but what do you think makes a awesome customer experience overall? I think the big thing is just really understanding your, your target demographic, understanding your clients, what they enjoy as well, I think is really big. When you're thinking about your client process, there's two key areas that I really like to look at, which is the midway point and then the post-offboarding point, right? You can really wow someone in the initial onboarding and the offboarding. And this can look like, again, using the senses within your process. But then also what people forget is to ask your customer for feedback. What happens? Most of the time, you wait until the end of a container to ask your clients for feedback. Why not ask them every single week? Why not ask them during the midway point of their time with you. So if there are things that you could you know, change or improve or add on, um, you can do that and not wait until the end where they maybe won't speak up until the end. So I think it's really just asking for feedback. And honestly, that's the toughest part. A lot of people are very nervous to ask for clients' feedback because they're worried of, oh my gosh, what are they going to say? 
Are they going to say something bad? And I think like looking at that feedback is it's always going to help you improve because it will at the end of the day. I love that. I love that. It's and you make it made a really valid point in that it's quite easy to wow your clients in the beginning and it's quite easy to, you know, have that nice, beautiful offboarding process. But it's all of the bits in the middle that is so important. And that regular feedback gives you the opportunity to continue to hold the standard, to give people a really positive experience with you. I, I love mm-hmm. that. So what ways do you do it? Do you do you do it in a feedback form? Like how do you do that? Yeah. I mean, it really depends on the container. Um, like I said, we work with clients in pace, but it could look like a form. It could look like just an initial email that we send to clients You know, from our uh, my executive assistant who will reach out on my behalf and then also support them from her standpoint. So it really depends on the container, but we will always have some type of form or questionnaire that we will always ask clients in the midway point and then also at the end as well. Yeah. Awesome. So in terms of the service delivery, and that can be the tech and all the other things that go with it. And I know you did mention slightly automations. What would you say, how does the service delivery inform the customer experience in your opinion? I think the service delivery in general, I mean, is is key, right? And I actually, I did a masterclass all on this, um, the client experience masterclass that we launched in the beginning of the year. And when you're thinking about the systems that you're using, right? Like a lot of people think they can't have a luxury brand or premium brand, right? If things are automated. And I actually think the opposite, right? You can still have your systems do the heavy lifting for you, right? And still have customized components in there. But I think by leveraging the systems, whether it's IE, a ClickUp or Active Campaign or whatever platforms you use to communicate with your clients, it'll still allow you to streamline things and make sure things don't fall through the cracks, but allows you to also move through the process more efficiently at the end of the day. Because if you're working with a lot of clients, right? You, again, things can happen. We're human at the end of the day. And if you're looking to incorporate even like a membership, or if you have an education platform where you have a course, you can still offer an exceptional onboarding and offboarding experience that's completely automated through systems. Mm. What I'm hearing from you, it's the consistency. It's the not Mm -hmm. letting little things, as you said, fall through the cracks. It's the ability to deliver that customer experience from one client to the next so that everybody's feeling the same. Well, they're not going to all feel the same, Mm -hmm. obviously, but they're all going through the same thing with you. And then it's the integration of those high touch, personalized approaches throughout your experience or throughout the container that you're working together so that the client knows that they are special, that it's not just about this machine that's so well oiled and polished and all the, mm-hmm. all the things, but it's also about, I see you, you're a human, I value you, and here's how I'm going to show that to you. So I love your approach in terms of both. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing, right? At the end of the day, if you're going to be charging high ticket services, people are looking for that. They're looking for that high touch you know, for example, if they communicate with someone on my team, like they know you by first name, they know what's happening with you and your business. Right. And I think that's the most important thing. Like for us and our team, we are always communicating within a team unit, what's happening with all of our clients at any given point. So the entire team knows when is this client coming on? When are they offboarding? What is their business? So the entire team can jump in at any given time and also help support, which I think is great. Yeah, I love that. So how does, in your opinion, because I know PR is a big element of your business model, how do you think that customer experience plays into good PR, good marketing? 
Mm, great question. So when you're thinking about PR, and I was just talking about this yesterday with uh, on a thought leadership presentation that I was doing, right? PR helps to support your top of funnel at the end of the day. It's bringing it into your business. Now, if you're someone like me who also really values client experience and delivering this exceptional white glove experience, I like to talk about it. And what do I mean by that? Is that you can talk about it, for example, on podcasts just like this, or say you're producing blog content, you want to communicate to your clients a level of expertise, but also experience when they're working with you. So you can leverage your values, your core values, and incorporate that into your PR and marketing, whether it's IE your newsletter, your blog, a podcast, anything along those lines. You know, and a lot of people think about core values. It's kind of like that checkbox when you're going through brand messaging, right? It's let's move through all the motions of creating our brand messaging. But at the end of the day, your core values really should be embodied throughout your brand. Like if I were to look at someone's brand, I should be able to easily distinguish like what those values are just by reading their content, consuming their brand as a whole. And that's, again, that's where like the sensory branding comes into play. Mm, Very, very true. It shouldn't just be words on a wall. It is something Mm -hmm. that you actually act and govern your business by. I really, I really love that. And it's these actions that speak the volumes, right? So I have loved this chat. I'm very appreciative of you taking the time to be here with me today. Any other thoughts on customer experience for our boss who's listening today before we wrap things up? I would say my biggest recommendation is also don't overthink it. I think a lot of people, when they think client experience, that it's like, you know, this taboo, there's the secret sauce. I always say is you need to customize it to you and your clientele and you as a brand, right? If you and your brand embodies minimalism and simplicity, you might not be sending your client a big box full of things because that's not what your brand embodies, right? Or maybe your brand embodies more luxury experience, right? I just had a call with someone who gives their clients, you know, luxury Louis Vuitton notebooks. I mean, how incredible is that? And I think, again, it just goes back to what do you stand for? What do you want to be known for and customize to you? So that's my last tip. Yeah, I love that. There's definitely not one size fits all in anything mm-hmm. to do with business really, is there? Mm-hmm. So yeah. good. So good. Well, I'm sure that our boss who is listening to today's episode has got a lot of insight and some thoughts to be able to take away and consider for their business. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us today, Hannah. Tell us, where can we find you? Yeah. So mainly on Instagram at Hannah M. Nieves um, and also my website, hannahnieves.co. I have a lot of free resources on my Instagram alone. If you check out the highlights, you'll see a lot of mini trainings in there. So definitely head on over and send me a DM. I will always voice memo you back. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you. And to you, boss, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. No doubt there's plenty for you to take away and consider what this might look like for you and your business. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over to Instagram, tag Hannah and I, let us know your insights, take a screenshot where you're listening to the episode. We would love to see. Thank you again for joining us and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.